Do you know what is the best predictor of heart disease? Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your hosts, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. All right, so our topic today is disgusting, disgusting, discussing <laughs> this, um, this, well, that's a great start, <laughs> this, uh, this best predictor of heart disease. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Gossard is here with me. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. All it's right. always fun. Yeah. So what is the best predictor of heart disease risk? Blood pressure. Blood pressure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Blood pressure. High blood pressure. High blood pressure. Why is so it? So many why people is are it? dealing with it, and they don't know why, too. That's yeah. the other part. Yeah. Yeah, we don't always know. Most people have what is called primary yeah. hypertension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't really know the cause of that. So tell me, why? what is it about blood pressure that makes it such a great predictor of heart disease? So blood pressure is putting a strain on the arteries and the arterial wall. So it's directly damaging the arterial wall. And when the arterial wall gets damaged, then that's how that cholesterol can enter the wall and start uh, developing yeah. plaque. Good, good point. So, yeah. so, so the, the, the initial step yes. in, in developing plaque is, is damage to the injury, or injury, right. injury and, to the and wall. high blood pressure just kind of like shears those walls exactly causing causing some problems yeah. so it is it is without a doubt um, it's not the only risk factor right we have uh, life extension has identified 19 risk factors 19 but you know blood pressure and you think about what's happening whenever your heart beats okay this heart the when your heart pumps that kind of contraction of the heart is pumping blood from the heart out yeah. into it's the blood it. vessels. Yeah. It's and and those blood vessels need to be able to respond so that the how the blood vessels respond when the heart pumps, that initial pump is the top number, systolic, and then that bottom number is when the heart relaxes. It relaxes so and can the can the blood vessels recover? Yeah. So systolic on top. Yeah. Diastolic. Diastolic on the bottom. On the bottom. Contracting, relaxing, exactly. right? Exactly. So tell us then about, um, so if it is if it is such a great predictor of heart disease mm-hmm. risk, we need we need to help people understand what are good numbers, what are bad numbers. Yes. Um, so let's first talk about the conventional side yes. of things. Uh, when I was in medical school, mm-hmm. we were taught that 140, that's the top number, mm-hmm. systolic, yeah. over 90... The bottom diastolic number mm-hmm. was considered perfectly fine. You're a pitcher of health. Yeah, and it's been that way until maybe a couple years ago. So it's not right? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. And yeah. Life Extension has been saying that's not right. Those are yeah. dangerously high levels. We have been advocating 115 over 75 yeah. for years now. And now the conventional medical community has kind of now, they're coming they're on board. They're catching up. Yeah, they're catching up. But if you think back to those days when I was young, I was working in the hospitals, I, you know, how many blood pressures I'd look at, 140 over 90, yeah. maybe even 145 over 95. Oh, yeah, you're, you're fine. Okay. Just yeah. borderline. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's sad to think that I even sent people out in the world at yeah. significant risk for yeah. heart disease, for strokes, yeah. for, for yeah. heart attacks. So, um, so what's the, again, the so optimal now, number? Uh, so optimal 115 over 75 yeah. is what you, you know, that, that should be your goal. Conventionally, about 120 over 85. Right. I, you know, what you might want to do if you're listening is, is get a good baseline. Yes. So, you know, um, I'm not, I'm still not convinced that these um, home blood pressure units are all well, that great. Well, I actually, so I don't know about the home ones, but I read um, something, I think last week, comparing the automated blood pressure uh, readers versus, to, you versus the manual. Yeah. 
And so the automated ones tend to be more accurate. But these are the ones, so most of your doctors, they aren't act accurately testing it's hard, your blood pressure. It? It's not as easy as you. I mean, you can take you can take one person, three doctors, three whatever, yes. and you're going to get three. And then you have readings. white coat syndrome. But yeah. the automated ones, if the the person they starts it, leaves out of the room, and let you sit there, and no one's in the room, you close your eyes. That Relax, will be yeah. the best well, but, accurate reading. But you could also, um, I think, rather than the home units, because um, we're talking about getting a baseline, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you don't, I don't think you necessarily have to go to your doctor for that. I think um, a lot of convenience stores, stuff yes. like that, have those bigger machines. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the point is it's just to get a round figure of where yes. your baseline is. Um, the, the thing is you don't want to just do it once. No, You want to do right. it a few times. Few to- and throughout the day, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just find out where, where your baseline is, and, yeah. and, and we're shooting for that 115 over, over 75. Yes. All right. So, that, so, that, so that's a, a, a very important to do. Um, you know, it's funny because everybody knows their cholesterol levels. Yeah. Everybody, right? But no one really knows maybe their baseline yeah. blood pressure, vitamin D yeah, stat. There's was, so I many other things. I went to the doctor things. a couple of days ago. Mine was 117 over 87. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that a little, little 87. So I told my dad. My dad was like, you should work on that bottom number. <laughs> Well, like, that's, that's another where well, the salt comes in. Well, it's true, though, you know, but it, we've gone back and forth in conventional medicine of yeah. which, so you have those two numbers, right? Yes. You got the systolic on top, mm-hmm. diastolic on the mm-hmm. bottom, the push on top, yeah. the relax on mm-hmm. the bottom. Which one, is one of those numbers better at predicting risk, right? Yeah, so that, that's something that researchers are still looking at. We still at. do, yeah. So, yeah. When I, so when I was, again, go back to my days mm-hmm. when I learned all this, um, it was all about systolic. Yeah. No one really cared about diastolic. And then, and then it changed yeah. when we were more yeah. concerned about diastolic. Mm-hmm. And now I think they see them more as equal. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they – we don't try to tease out. Well, they kind of look at actually the difference between those two numbers. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that is a, the, that is like a, is the, a true the, measurement we look yeah. at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, anyways, those are all things that you can talk to your doctor about and, yeah. and consider. Get a baseline, though. Yeah. I think that's important. Okay, so what – okay, let's say my baseline – 130 over 85. Uh Do do I need to jump right to a prescription? Are there things that I can do maybe to try to bring this down naturally? Lifestyle. So, you know, actually stress management. Sometimes the blood pressure is just due to, you know, us being overstressed and the chronic stressful lifestyle. We just can't We're consuming stuff all the time. We can't turn off. We can't turn down the dial. You're looking at the phones. Um, so I even have know, the phone right here. I mean, it's like meditation, yoga, deep breathing. Those things can help from a, a lifestyle. What we're eating. Yeah. Hidden food. sources of salt. Right. Yeah. So shop, the shop the perimeter. Not you know, the, not, not the, enough fresh veggies where you're getting potassium and magnesium that you know that's going to help to support blood pressure. Yeah. You know, not enough garlic. So, so <laughs> you love. I get excited garlic. about garlic. She does. So let's let's. Okay, so that's great. We yeah. we, we know we have to do that. Um, but I do think there's some targeted uh, supplements yes. I'd like to talk mm-hmm. about. The first one I'm going to mention because uh, you know it's one of my favorites. Pomegranate. <laughs> I Tell knew me it. <laughs> and it's good for blood pressure. Why? So pomegranate helps to support nitric oxide production in the body. Which which is going to which is going to allow those blood vessels to expand to the the force of the blood rushing through. Right. So, so it keeps it keeps the uh, I like to call it the elasticity, nice elastic, elastic yeah. right? So the arteries can kind of kind of kind of take that blood and yeah. then pump it through and relax. Exactly. So and, now you're not getting that force in the yeah. shears. It's like and I the used to, in one lecture I did this was I was like listen to the sound. Boom boom. 
boom, boom. That's your heart, but but that rhythm has to be kept by that artery. Exactly. And that's nitric oxide. Yes, that's the nitric oxide. So pomegranate is great with that. Eat it. Yes. But I mean, you'd have to eat to get to get enough of the key compounds. You'd have to eat how many pomegranates are they? Probably more than you would even want to, because pomegranates are can be cumbersome. Yeah. So I know you like them, but I do. Supplementation, pomegranate, magnesium. Oh. Magnesium is helpful also for the arteries, and it's helping to offset some of the action with, um, that calcium can kind of sometimes cause the blood vessels to constrict. Get, like be a little bit more rigid, be a, right? Be a little bit yeah. more rigid, so magnesium can sometimes target some of those calcium channels yeah. and, with and helping to I like the blood that. vessels to relax. Because Ma- magnesium does counter a lot of what calcium yeah. is doing. Not right? that calcium is bad, right. but you know you kind of have to have both. And we know that most people in America are deficient. Yeah. I think the last stat I saw was about 70% of Americans are deficient in magnesium. Well, that's a whole nother sh- show, right? We could talk about <laughs> yeah. our poor soils, mm-hmm. poor food, poor people. Drug, nutrient depletion. Nut- yeah, drugs deplete magnesium yeah. and other minerals. So so magnesium, about what, 250 a day? 250 to 500. To 500 a you know, day. You know, you can determine what your bowels can toler, right. tolerate. Yeah, because if you do, yeah. if you, there's, a, there's a threshold, right? If exactly. you do a little bit too much, yeah, you're going to get the loose stools. It can have stools. the laxative effect that yeah. some people actually need right. and want. It could actually, <laughs> so you can improve blood pressure and have a better uh, time in the bathroom. So uh, the last one, this is what I don't, I don't think most people realize this, mm-hmm. is olive leaf and celery seed. Tell me about that combo. Oh, yeah, so that combination, and there's actually some really good supportive clinical research with these two with helping to support healthy yeah. uh, healthy blood pressure levels and and um, in those with you know optimal ranges and those within normal ranges right. the olive and the celery but that is helping to support all of the above so arterial health nitric oxide nitric oxide yeah. and and several kind of mechanisms in the body that's involved with supporting healthy blood pressure levels right. so so blood pressure high blood pressure yeah. is a it is the number one predictor mm-hmm. of having some sort of heart event right? more so than cholesterol yeah you know it is yeah. it is it is it is the best predictor Watch those numbers. You know, we're shooting for that 115. 115 over 75. Get your baseline. Go to, you know, go to a CVS or whatever. Use those big machines. Take it over a few days, a few times a day. Yes, and if it's high when when you first go into the doctor, ask the doc, hey, will you check it before when your appointment's over? Yeah, yeah. Have the doctor check it again. See if that's come down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So find that baseline. Um, If it is a little high, Lifestyle, lifestyle, Mediterranean diet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to be Watch active. Watch the sodium, the processed foods. Yep. And then pomegranate, magnesium, olive, olive leaf, and celery. and celery seed. The reason we suggest these, these are these are research proven. Yeah. And that's important, right? Yeah. I mean, we're not just making this stuff up. Oh, this no. Is, this is grounded in science, these suggestions. These are evidence-based supplements that have been shown to improve, uh, improve blood pressure for a lot of people. Dr. Gossert, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Always it's a pleasure always great. to have you coming on. You're listening and watching to Live Foreverish. Ah, hey, for a free ebook on blood pressure oh, yes. and more podcasts, go check That's out liveforeverish.com. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.